we welcome into the program Holly Rowe from ESPN. Holly, first of all, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate uh, you joining us this afternoon as we get ready for Baylor and Gonzaga. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so geeked up for this game. I'm, I mean, I literally have been speaking and praying this into existence since December, uh, maybe the day after it got canceled. So um, we've waited a long time for it. It's the final we deserve after all this horrible year we've been through, and I just cannot, I cannot wait. I, I want to take you back to the women's tournament real quick, uh, in the men's tournament for that matter. In the NCAA, and they put the teams in the bubbles – what a job to, to get this thing done by the NCAA, both on the men's side and on the women's side. Oh, my gosh. It's been a huge undertaking. And I know a lot of people have been critical, and they were very critical of the women's you know, facilities not being as good as the men's, which I totally understand. But I always like to look at the positive as well, and they have gone through so much and done so much to make sure that these kids can play and that we can all enjoy it. So I, I want to accentuate the positive because it's hard. I mean, they, they had all the teams for the women. Um, once they moved into the Sweet 16, they were all in one hotel. So it would be like Gina Oriema saying hey to Kim Mulkey as they walked, you know, down the hallway or whatever. And then they'd walk over to the convention center and get tested every single day. They're practicing on full-size practice courts in a convention center. You know, like they had hauled in all these huge baskets, all these huge pieces of wood. It, it was fascinating to see firsthand. You, you mentioned uh, Gino and, and Kim. Let's talk about that game. What what a terrific basketball game between two two great programs, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, gosh, I don't want to disrespect anybody because, you know, as it turns out, UConn got beat. But I really thought Baylor-UConn was like the national championship game. It was the best game, the best pace, the best basketball I've seen in a long, long time. And, um, you know, we kept having this conversation that I'm not so sure if Dee Dee Richards doesn't get hurt that Baylor isn't our national champions. Like, I, I really believe they probably would have won it all if Dee Dee stayed healthy. And that's a hard thing. You know, the woulda, coulda, shoulda, that's really hard to look like that. But, um that's what I believe. And, I mean, they were rolling. And as you see, Melissa Smith just won the, uh, you know, WBCA Player of the Year, the Wade Trophy. So she was considered the best in the country by many people. Then on the in the championship game last night, uh, Arizona and Stanford, an all-Pac-12 matchup, that was a heck of a game. That was a lot of fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. You know, it was a wonderful game. It, it wasn't as free-flowing and, and as good of, like, you know, transition basketball as I would have hoped because the whole identity of Arizona is to make it hard. And, you know, I, I never got this story in last night, and I really wanted to about how, if anybody remembers back in the day, Desert Swarm was the name of this very famous defense that Arizona football played under Dick Toomey. And um, I thought, this is the best desert swarm I've seen, you know. So it was awesome. Talk about Holly Rowe from ESPN. Holly, we've seen games in the, in the past this season for Baylor where one of their key guys didn't was had an off night on the offensive end. If that happens tonight, will Baylor be able to win uh, this game against Gonzaga? I really think that Baylor has to be firing on all cylinders, and here's why, because Gonzaga can like you saw, Gonzaga's fourth leading scorer, Joel Ayayi, was their leading scorer and had a new career high in that last game. Um, and I think that, that Gonzaga has so much firepower with their ability to score and their transition game and their, 
they're just so good offensively that I think Baylor has got to score with them, and they can, right? Like, we've seen it this year. We have seen Baylor put up points and score and be so good and quick. But they've got to hit shots, and that's that's part of it. But both teams do. I think it's going to be really interesting. How excited are you for that matchup between Davion Mitchell and Jalen Suggs? Oh, my gosh. So somebody from ESPN said, can you send us a little 15-second video of what you think the key matchups are? And that was the one I picked. Um, because I think Davion Mitchell, obviously the Naismith National Player of the Year, versus Jalen Suggs, who's kind of like the, the engine on that train for Gonzaga. I mean, you saw him make – it wasn't just his game-winning basket. It was the block right before that on another possession. And he had so many game-winning plays in that basketball game. And so if Davion Mitchell can just make things hard for him, that totally changes the complexion of this game. So that, that's one thing. But then the other thing is I'm very fascinated to see how Baylor handles Drew Timmy. Because if people aren't familiar with his game, I mean, he is, first of all, just the most adorable, fun guy. You know how much you all love Mark Vidal? That's how Gonzaga people feel about Drew Timmy. He is just an absolute joy. And he's 6'10". He can catch the basketball anywhere you throw it to him. He's got range. And his footwork is terrific. So I'm really intrigued um, to see how Baylor handles him. Like Jonathan Chamochachua and, and Flo Samba are maybe stronger than he is, but he's nifty around the basket and very crafty. And I'm really curious, can Baylor's big stay out of foul trouble against him? You know, Holly, we, we were just joking and talking about that, that, that the Baylor should have 15 fouls to give when it comes to, to defending Timmy. We were talking about Shamwa Chachua. We were talking about Flo Thumbun. We were talking about Mark Vada. All go get a body on him and, and just keep it. Because when he, like you said, when he gets down on the block, particularly when he's got his back to the basket, he can do all kinds of things. You've got to keep the ball out of his hands down in the paint. Yeah, and I think the interesting thing is, so, you know, like they can use Mark Vidal on him, but he's taller than Mark, and he can shoot the hook, uh, you know, the sky hook, and he's nifty with the basketball. So so can he shoot over Mark Vidal? Now, I think that the size of Jonathan is Im- impressive, but, but I think Drew's footwork is better than Jonathan. So, you know, like n- none of the people have exactly what they need to stop each other in those matchups. That's what I think is going to be kind of cool to see. And then Corey Kispert, you know, I think fans, you know, if you guys are just trying to dig into Gonzaga, Corey Kispert was actually the leading scorer on this Gonzaga team all year long. And he is a deadly, deadly shooter. Um, so that's another thing of, like, who are they going to put on him? Because he's also big and can shoot over people. So those are kind of some of the things I'm looking to. You know them both. What's this game come down to? Oh, I mean, honestly, this isn't sexy. And I, it's like basketball 101, but turnovers and rebounding. I mean, I just feel like possessions will be at a premium in this game. So possessing the basketball and then, and then rebounding it so you get the second-chance points and you get to control the ball. I think possessions matter. Every, and it's hard for kids to understand that in the beginning of the game. Um, and then the last five or six you know, possessions in the game sometimes will decide it. But it was those five possessions early in the game that put you in this situation. So um, possessions matter tonight. I think they will be at a premium. Holly, thank you so much. We appreciate your time today and, uh, and uh, enjoy the game tonight. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. That's Holly Rowe from ESPN.